Hi, thanks for tuning in. This is Druggers for the People. This podcast will contain my feelings and opinions and uh, stories from from my practice in pharmacy, but none of this should be taken as just hardcore fact. This is more about stimulating questions that you can then take to your pharmacist and your doctor and your healthcare team uh, to help you better understand and participate in your care. And once again, just a little reminder, if you're looking for medical advice, diagnosis, treatment, you won't find it here. You need to use your healthcare professional for that. Today, the people is the people that we know well. It's Carol. Hi, Carol. I'm never on here. Hey. (laughs) (laughs) What have you got for me today? um, We recently did a podcast on the pill. And then just a week or two ago, I saw in the news that there's an over-the-counter pill, birth control pill. Very recently, it was just approved by the FDA. And we did that podcast on the pill, that episode, because kind of an epic thing, the whole, you know, no other drugs are known as the pill or the tablet. It's the pill. And big societal Yeah, societal changes and and, uh, because a woman had this choice and then what it actually does in the body and those kinds of things. So right off the top, for that kind of approach to how these things work and all that kind of information. That's a that was a that's a good episode to listen to. Mm-hmm. But yeah, we're just going to talk in particular about the O pill. Mm-hmm. So it's O P I L L. That's what it's called. Mm-hmm. O pill. Oh boy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is really a lot of a lot of meds have been start out as prescription drugs and then with use uh, you find that it's safe for a person to use this in a way that's it, it continues to be safe and effective but these are like you know those second generation antihistamines mm-hmm. uh, loratadine and fexohenidine and those kinds of things and some eye drops and um, but this one is is kind of a bigger deal it's not kind of it seems like a big deal to me it's a huge deal to me i remember as a young woman um, when you first get sexually active you had to see your doctor, and if you'd never had a pelvic exam before, that was a daunting thing to think about before being prescribed the pill. Right. And I can only I, – I, it's hard for me to imagine, but I understand what you're saying, and I Super appreciate nervous. that. Yeah. Super nervous time. <laughs> I bet. Yeah. But so the point here is not – to think that you don't have to have health concerns and awareness about your body. No. This one doesn't have estrogen, and estrogen can be a, an issue with a number of uh, uh, things, in particular uh, cancers and uh, that kind of thing, blood clots and cardiovascular issues. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think that the approval of this drug, and it won't be available until like early 2024, Oh wow! So, so a it's l- been a little bit of a wait. Yeah, so the company's got that get that thing cranking, and they're probably very busy, but very happy <laughs> that, that, that that company. There's a lot of women who will be really happy <laughs> I, too. Well, <laughs> I suppose so. What I was going to say is this to me illustrates that it's more and more important to be informed, to be literate, you know, about medications and be active in monitoring and following up on those medications. So the fact that a woman can go in to a drugstore. And get this, mm-hmm. walk out without having seen a healthcare provider, doesn't have to talk to the pharmacist, that there still are issues that need to be considered. And um, 
So again, that discomfort you had with that first experience, mm-hmm. uh, this is it, it's still an important thing here. So the progest it's a progestin only, which again is something we covered in that previous episode. So if I'm hearing you right, what you're saying is yes, you will be able to go and get that over the counter at your drugstore, but you still really need to consider being under the care of a gynecologist. Or a well, doctor. right, right. So the FDA in its approval of this drug made this statement. When used as directed, daily oral contraceptive contraception is safe and is expected to be more effective than currently available non-prescription contraceptive methods in preventing unintended pregnancy. So what's currently available? Right. Um, so on a, on a bigger scale, on a bigger picture, the reasoning is, and this is from the FDA site that it redu- this will reduce barriers to access because you don't have to have a healthcare provider. Um, and makes there's a statement that almost half of the 6.1 million pregnancies each year in the U.S., half of them are unintended. Now, that's... Wow, that's a shocking statistic. Yeah. And then what the, the, the thinking goes on that when they're unintended, there is more likely to have a negative maternal and perinatal outcomes, including reduced likelihood of receiving early prenatal care. And there's an increased risk of preterm delivery. And so, you know, all the Mm. things that can come with that um, risk for the, for the baby. Sure. So in healthcare, trying to provide this option to help women um, avoid these kinds of situations, but it doesn't mean you just, pop in there you, right. you need to consider what what this is about and one of the things that has to be in place is that when they're considering whether or not to approve this is that the product can be used safely and effectively relying only on the drug labeling the non-prescription drug labeling so they they tested this mm-hmm. on women to see um if without any assistance from a healthcare professional that they would be able to demonstrate a high level of understanding about how to use this properly, safely, and effectively. So it's, it, in your in your opinion and research, it will be the same as um, what's currently prescription as far as how you take it. You have to take it every day. You can't miss a day. You, you know, you, well, those well, kinds of things. Right. You're jumping ahead there, and that's fine. The I was just trying to, to 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 sort of give background on what the FDA's thinking was here. Mm-hmm. I just but it's not exactly like Well, I just didn't want people to think, okay, I'm sexually active, I'll just go get this one pill. Oh no, no. These are yeah. packs. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah, these, so that's what these I was are, trying to get at. Co- I see. Yeah. Well they do come as packs mm-hmm. and it's every every tablet will have this progestin in it, which the progestin is this class of drugs which are synthetic uh, progesterone. Hormone. Like hormones, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, so one of the disadvantages is if you're not going to be able to take this at the same time every day, because mm-hmm. if you miss with this one, it's mm-hmm. a big deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, then that might mean this is not a great match for you. Okay. Um, so yeah. yeah, it is like the other ones in that it's uh, you're you're getting into the again we we discussed all this on our previous episode, but you, you know you're getting into this hormonal. Uh, interaction, this biofeedback system, and you're you're telling the body, hey, don't you're giving feedback that says don't produce eggs, mm-hmm. thicken the cervix, so sperm can't get in, this kind of thing. So mm-hmm. uh, it does require that kind of uh, 
Yeah, I just didn't want people to think, oh, it's a magic pill. <laughs> just one pill. No, no. <laughs> it is birth control. It's it's like what we've had prescription, but it is over the counter. And that, that to me, it still seems like a big deal. You know, we talked before, like, mm-hmm. you've come a long way, baby, when mm-hmm. we were talking about the pill and how it changed society and women mm-hmm. being more empowered. Sure. Uh, more choice. And so what is this then? Um, you've come a long way. <laughs> to the uh, over-the-counter lane <laughs> dial yes. in your drugstore. Well, it's kind of, I think it's remarkable, but as long as there is, you know, this being involved in the decision-making, as in you do not use this if you've ever had or have breast cancer. You consult your doc if you've ever had any form of cancer. Um, you don't use it with any other hormonal or birth control methods, and that's whether it's a uh, vaginal rings, you know, IUDs, implants, that kind of thing. If if the person, if the woman has liver diseases, need to talk to the doc. Um, and if taking meds for like TB or HIV, there might be some interactions. So okay. again, it, there's still some, but it's safe and effective if mm-hmm. you read, you know, follow the, the, the drug product labeling. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, I just want to say too that for some women... The cost of the doctor visit is prohibitive to taking the pill. Um, And so this is helpful in that you don't have to jump over that hurdle to get safe, reliable. That is absolutely correct. And that, too, is that was I think I mentioned that. But again, it's it's the FDA states that it reduced this. This will reduce the barriers to access uh, for a lot of ladies because. There is no need to see a healthcare provider. Mm-hmm. That doesn't mean there's no need to look out for your own health care. Right, right. And that's what so many, almost all of our episodes are, episodes are about. <laughs> You're tongue-tied today. <laughs> I am. Excuse me. Um, and so, again, with this one, we, we'll say it again because mm-hmm. folks have listened to other episodes. Is when did you start it? Mm-hmm. Anything, keep a log. Anything, yeah, keep a log and, and see how you do. There's... It's going to have some of the same effects that uh, some of the prescription um, products would have. And so you sort of have to be ready for that. Um, Like with the progestin only, there can be irregular periods and spotting, breast tenderness, um, body hair changes, a little more Mm -hmm. hair. Um, And so just, and if you have any concerns, this is where you really, really need to use your pharmacist. Right. Yeah. And, and. And follow up on anything that concerns you. Mm-hmm. But I think it's important to pay attention. I have a question. Mm-hmm. Um, any, maybe it's early days with this, but any literature about nursing moms? Yeah, that's absolutely. So you think about what are the advantages and why was it just the progestin only that was approved? And that's one of them. So it's, it's, it is okay for uh, if, if mothers are breastfeeding to use a progestin only. Um, so it's easy, effective. Um, it is also in people like this would be a problem in the, in the estrogen progestin combination, but with just progestin only, and that's the O pill. If they're over, if the woman's over thirty five, smokes has a higher risk for cardiovascular disease, uh, blood clots, migraines. Um, then this one is the one you go to. So you can see that it's. I see the why profile they is safer. That first. Yeah, the the, the combination product. I don't see that one ever mm-hmm. going into this kind of category. 
But I didn't really see this one coming into it either. I I was shocked and and actually, I mean, we're not in that zone anymore, but I gosh, that would have been a huge help back in the day. Yeah. And so when to start it and how to use it, that's on the product information, mm-hmm. the, that drug labeling. But it's um, one another advantage is fertility is likely to return fairly quickly with this one. So Oh, um, well, that could be good. Absolutely. Absolutely. You know? This is managing mm-hmm. what's happening. And again, um, just taking it at the same time every, every day, day because – you're you're giving your body the signal, mm-hmm. and, and you your body's like the missing it there too. It's like, oh, wait a minute. Don't, we see an opening, so to speak. Get the work up there. Legs <laughs> <laughs> going. Um, Send in the swimmers. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, is there anything else that you've got about it? I just wanted to have a quick. No, no, that's. I think it's great news. Okay, I did. There's one thing. Do you? What about uh, age restriction? Do you think that that's something that will be or should be a part of this? That's interesting. Um, I don't know. Uh, I would – I don't know what well, I think about that. Uh, it doesn't appear as if there will be an age restriction. So we have a daughter and I and the, and the folks out there who are raising uh, young, young ladies that when – you know, oh, sex becomes an issue. Yeah. Yes, um, getting, and so um, it feels to me like especially a younger lady should should be uh, under a doctor's care. But mm-hmm. if this is what's going on, and again, we're trying to prevent unintended pregnancies and it doesn't have the estrogen component. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's just something to consider. But uh, is there an age restriction on this? No, I don't think there's going to be. Wow. It, it appears not. Uh, so we'll, when this comes out, and again, it'll be early 2024, mm-hmm. but it's good to know about. And, you know, we, we spent time having the talk mm-hmm. and then having the talk again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but early so 2024 it, is not that far away. No, it's not. It's not. Um, so it's also important to remember, like, all the other oral contraceptives and um, hormonal contraceptives that this does not prevent, prevent sexually transmitted diseases. Very important um, to say. So still having those conversations mm-hmm. uh, with your daughters and sons too, yeah, about those kinds of things. Important. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So anyway, okay. Is, is I think that's about it for us. Actually, birth control with your sons. Period is an important topic. Sure, it is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, I appreciate you being here. I appreciate you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. All right, and I appreciate you all listening. This has been and will be druggists for the people.